everyone, this is Tony Holbein from Groblox. You are listening to the Revenue Formula. In today's episode, we're discussing seven questions you need to be ready for before you're releasing quotas to your AEs. Enjoy. So I started watching The Bear on Disney. Have you seen this? No. The Bear. They won, a, I think, two Emmys. Yeah. I was, I, was, I was reading it. And I was like, what the? What is yeah. that? So it's a show where I imagine, I might be wrong, I imagine the budget hasn't been the highest, but well-produced, irregardless, solid acting. But what's really cool is it's basically a guy who inherits a really crappy restaurant. Like, really, everything is just a mess. Nice. A complete mess. And he's been a Michelin star chef at Noma here in Copenhagen. Um, but is it like docu-series or is it like... No, is no, it is, it, is, it is the series. Yeah. It's not like doc like or anything. Full fictional. N full fictional. And um, what's really funny is like that restaurant he goes into, it's like a deli. Yeah. And his family is just giving him beef. Funny enough, it's called the beef. They're giving him uh, beef for having bear? been a Michelin... Did you say bear? It's called the bear, but the restaurant is called beef. I know uh, it's confusing, but... Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they're giving him beef Disney, for being a Michelin... Yeah. Okay. New intro, new <laughs> intro. <laughs> But anyway, it's really cool. It's really cool because, you know, he goes from this, you know, deli where they do sandwiches to all of a sudden founding, uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't spoil it. But anyway, he wants to then build it into a real restaurant. They do and, you know, hire chefs, build a brigadier uh, style in the kitchen where everyone has their role. And it's just, it's a really cool view into that world yeah. um, that you wouldn't otherwise get. I think that's like the beautiful part of uh, the I show started, well. uh, I started um, watching True Detective recently. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't so, seen I mean, it before? No, I've seen kind of seasons one through three. Mm -hmm. And now it's like the fourth season just uh, launched. Yeah. It's fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike that mystical crazy shit. And in the end, always, it's like, oh, it was just a... It was just an effed up person. <laughs> I think it was so funny. They went from Matthew McConaughey yeah. and had one feel. And then they had this other guy, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And it's just like really odd I cast know. but he started doing a lot of that kind of more dark stuff less yeah. comedy recently so that's been pretty uh pretty funny i think that was that was that was kind of big switch and now they have what um it's it's uh female I don't know. I don't know. it's it's two female leads and one is i don't know from the like i don't know i don't know how that ethnicity is called like no. from like Alaska, it's a woman Italy, you can just say, yeah, kind okay. of thing yeah I'm, I'm going to mess it up because if we're going to say, if I say what I'm going to think, it's gonna probably be, <gasps> it's going to be wrong. How because could you, you know, as a white the thing male? Is, <laughs> so I, I saw, uh, I saw Ricky Gervais's uh, latest show and he was like, well, words, they change the meaning of words change. And that's like, that can catch you off guard pretty sure. hard, pretty hard. Sure. But anyway, so I have a question for you about AEs today. Ah, screw them. <laughs> About AEs. So one of the things that's come up over and over and over again, and we talked about it with Chris Orlob in a recent episode, yeah. you should definitely go back and listen to it. Uh, lots of knowledge dropped on how to lift performance of the A team. But it's how do we know that we can raise quotas? How do we do it? Yeah. What are like the and it seems like a lot of folks are, you know, bonkling this quite a bit. Well, you know, I think they don't actually ask the question of how do we raise quarters. <laughs> no, it's easy. You're just like they're here's just, a new quarter. <laughs> here's a new quarter. It's uh, it's it's different in this thing, right? And it's um, I think it's uh, obviously usually it's like a finance thing. It feels, and and it usually comes along not only with hey here's a new quarter, also here's a new incentive plan because yeah. that's how finance thinks about the world. It's like well, if the number goes up, just tweak the. I mean, you also would get more money if you hit yeah, it. Yeah. It's like 
Your quota is 10 million. We would pay you $100 million. Dude, you want finance they're going to sit there and win either way. It's like, well, if you miss, I don't have to pay commission. Cash flow is good. If you hit, we get more revenue. Yeah. Cash flow is good. It's yes. like... <laughs> And, and and stop whining. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it <laughs> yeah. work. Just so make this, it work. This was always kind of when, when I was like, hey, these quotas, this thing's not working. I was like, you know, these they, they, these days, stop whining. Yeah. Stop whimpering. <laughs> Come on. It's a tough world. Greg, tough month. Greg hit target. He yeah. made quota. <laughs> yeah. So surely the others can, or we yeah. will find someone who can. So it's, you know, it's clearly in this episode, finding this is a default. <laughs> it's the villain. Yeah. yeah it's, it's always the villain. <laughs> um, and uh, I think some of this comes from a just, again, wrong understanding of how revenue is being produced and the spreadsheet it's always so easy you add one more AE and see there yeah, it yeah. went up by money yeah. um, <laughs> and uh, uh, and therefore you know really when when this is your formula when this is your revenue formula yeah yeah wow that's that's a, like a good plug I know, it's like very know. meta you know have you heard about it? anyway yeah. you know when when this is your revenue formula in your spreadsheet how do you make money it's like more AEs uh, faster ramp more quota yeah. if you have those three things to work with Guess what's going to happen to make more money? <laughs> Guess. Yeah. Um, so and this is, you know, what they then obviously do, right? And um, and I think kind of we've now seen what for the last one or two years, this play out a lot in, yeah. in both directions, both or like, you know, it's almost a double whammy in the negative, meaning quotas went up because efficiency. Yeah, yeah. That was the efficiency idea. Oh, what if we do that? You know, to your point, less commission. And, you know, when they hit, then they're more efficient. Yeah, right? yeah. But also in the other direction of like things just aren't working out in terms of, uh, you know, demand coming through the pipeline, right? And I think you've kind of gathered, gathered some uh, some stats here on how this has been um, basically trickling through the, yeah, the ecosystem out. now. Yeah, I mean, so when you buy design, this was um, earlier, probably mid last year, I want to say. Um, they basically dropped a research report. Um, we'll drop it in the show notes. But basically citing that two out of three reps, they can't hit target, meaning they yep. won't make quota. Yeah, that's terrible. That's the terrible spot to be in. Mm -hmm. And it was also, I think I saw another another gentleman write the whole, it's uh, only 42% make quota. I was like, what are they doing differently? What are the rest doing? Are they just, you know, sitting that's, and playing Minecraft? That's specifically or? from RepView, yeah. RepView, the cloud sales thing index there. Yeah, the yeah. RepView is doing kind of some some really good work, right? And then, then you know, and this is more like a further up funnel kind mm. of thing. Jeremy O'Donovan, I think, you know, he's kind of a guy in Insights Partners. I think it was him. I don't know. Suddenly, I'm not so, you know. When, when we'll we drop it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll, we'll find um, it. Basically, kind of, he did some research and found out um, that uh, it used to take 200 to 400 touches to uh, get an outbound meeting. Mm -hmm. And now it takes more 1,000 to 1,400 touches. <laughs> That's like, easy you know, with AI. Come I on. mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> somewhere between tripling and 5Xing in terms yeah, of effort yeah, yeah. for you to get the same result back. So it kind of... That, that got kind of harder. And it also kind of goes a little bit against this, well, you know, why don't they just do some self-prospecting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? But you know, it's easy. It's like um, it's like yesterday I realized LinkedIn, they opened up that you can message a page now. And it was like, yeah, now you can start conversation with your customers and build business. What's happening? You get messages from SDRs that goes, hello, team. But if there's five admins, then you already have five touches. I mean, so it's like... Oh, yeah, that counts. Yeah, yeah. That counts. That's right. And then, uh, so then this uh, Tom Tungish uh, mm -hmm. basically kind of talked about that average sales cycles have been increasing from 22 to 23, yeah. right? Kind of, um, and this goes hand in hand with the, you know, the the size of the team that's assessing your uh, tool is going up. There's always the CFO involved. Yeah. You never can talk to the CFO. There are all kinds of things basically kind of that drag the whole thing out. I haven't really seen 
many marketing stats, actually. Because the thing is, I believe inbounds also went down. I mean, we know mm-hmm. that gross retention, net retention kind of was impacted. We know that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the marketing side of the business m- must also have gone down. I think the fundamental question is, are there fewer buyers out there? Right. So we talk, we, you and I talked about this uh, earlier today, like you will have a certain percentage of in market, right? Mm-hmm. Folks that are in market. And if that was, let's just say 3%, has that gone to two? Because that's going to be a factor and that's going to hit everything as well. Yeah. You know, also the inbound piece. Um, so, so exactly. So maybe we start looking for a stat here. That could kind of be interesting. Yeah. But the other point really is, right? So quotas did go up. Mm-hmm. Um, people haven't been hitting any of these anyway. Yeah. Um, and then the input, the real actual input, the, the revenue formula you should be thinking about um, has been getting harder and harder to achieve, right? Uh, I think we saw something else also on conversion rates being impacted, on ACVs yeah. being, basically everything, Yeah. right? So really, how, how do you even dare to increase quotas? Yeah. When, when you understand all of that stuff, and maybe there's also an episode, maybe you do share with your wonderful finance team, kind of, hey, this is actually how you need to think about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how do you, how do you kind of, you know, then actually increase quotas? And, and I think we're kind of almost doing it in the reverse here today. It's like, what are the things you need to prepare yourself that an AE might ask you, you need to have a better, you know, better, good, good answer for, um, in order to actually increase those quotas, right? Yeah. It's like when you do prep, if the CEO is going to go in and talk with a journalist, you want to prepare that person saying, here, you want to say no comment. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it like a role play? Do you call it a role play? Actually, yeah, yeah, actually yeah. Sure, it works yeah, out. Exactly. Um, so first thing. Yes. Um, first thing So what's is, the setup? Someone comes and asks you, hey, we're thinking about raising quotas. So the... Um, it, it could be... I mean, this, you know, usually this is kind of... When the AE comes to you... Yeah. It's not like the E comes to you when you're thinking about increasing quotas. No, no, no. The E no, no. comes to you when you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by so, the way, you won't get questioned if you decrease it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, this is a typical thing. And and, and this is a, I've, as, as RevOps, I've been asked these things many, many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and as CRO, then later on, obviously as well. Um, and the, the more educated your reps are, so maybe that's a caveat here. Yeah, Just yeah, try yeah. and not educate them. <laughs> uh, the more educated your reps are, uh, the smarter that question going to be about this. And education, I don't mean like a, I don't know. School. A, a master degree in... Well-read. Literature or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in basically sales math, yeah. right? Um, so you should totally educate them on that stuff as well. I think it's great. It also sometimes helps to motivate the other way. It's like, well, you did get all of these opportunities. You didn't hit target. It's mm. kind of your fault. But let's kind of go through these things where AE comes to uh, comes to the VP of sales and ask kind of tough questions, mm. right? The first one you need to be prepared of is... Uh, you know, they might ask you, well, how many reps hit this number last yeah. year? And they probably know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> when they ask that <laughs> <Yeah>. question. <laughs> I mean, if they're... It's not going to be great. <laughs> if sales guys know one thing, well, it's like questioning techniques, right? Yeah, and they're yeah, basically yeah. going to set you up. Yeah. It's like called let's, a landmine let, question. Let's do, let's do a discovery <laughs> call here real quick, okay? And uh, so the, the that's what they're going to ask, kind of how many, right? And, yeah. And really the... Uh, the thing is, uh, your your quota might go from 200 to 300 a month or whatever the numbers might be. So there's uh, the, the, the benchmark is not how many have been hitting target. Mm. That's not the benchmark, actually. The benchmark is how many have been able to achieve that new number, right? Which, you know, is a little bit less transparent. I don't think everyone knows exactly kind of these things, right? And, you know, my perspective would be, um, well, below 40% is bad because... Um, you know, generally speaking, that's bad. But 
it's kind of benchmark right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, you're average. So, so you know, so there's there's an argument in both directions here. Yeah. I don't think 42% make quota is a good number, but generally speaking, it's kind of benchmark. So I think 40-ish and up, like yeah. you, you might be actually be good. I think if it's under 20%, I think then you're starting to have a little bit of a problem there. Is yeah. it to the point where you need to assess whether they're too high or? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if if only 20% of your reps have been able to hit that number in the past, yeah. you're basically setting everyone up for failure, like all of them. Um, and that might then be exasperated by the fact that, um, you know, some people might believe less in the number and then yeah. push less and so forth. So ultimately, I think, um, and this is again kind of a finance thing, is um, you should almost do a little bit of an Excel spreadsheet sensitivity analysis because it might also just simply be that, yes, you sit the, the, the quota higher, but because of other reasons, you know, it could call it motivation. Yeah, yeah. Actually, overall revenue actually goes down, right? Yeah. Which could be a thing. And basically kind of prepare for someone asking you this question and you should better have like an answer. Yeah. It should be like Greg, Jesse, and James, they hit it. Mm. Um, and and maybe that's 30% of the 10 people we have or whatever that might be, right? So what you're saying is if you're above 40%, okay to kind of raise quotas in this equation or yeah i mean i think then you have this leg to stand on yeah um that's that's what i think um i guess it's also it would be unreasonable for that to be a hundred everyone makes quota that would no, be like i think i think that's silly i think also it's um you know the other way around is like if if everyone is or 80 percent you know half hit this number last year yeah then it's also weird right you don't yeah. actually want to set it up like this no but it's, it's you know it's an overall benchmark if mm. the 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 other way to say that if, if no one ever hit it I mean, that's a clear no. You yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. that. I think, you know, below 20 is a problem. If you're around 20, if you're north of 20, I think I think you can, you know, you have a leg to stand on and mm. to kind of get this done. So the next question they yeah. might ask, uh, because they're obviously smart sales reps, they might ask, well, what did the winning reps get in order to actually hit that number, right? What the, you know, what did Greg, Jill, and Jessica they were the ones that hit the number yeah. that you now want to set. What did they get in quote unquote help in order to achieve this, right? And this is where usually, and I've seen this with CEOs, CEOs and founders are puzzled. They kind of look at their AE team and then they have, you know, some that hit like 30% of quota yeah. and then some others that hit like 3x. Yeah. It's like, how, you know, yeah. <laughs> how does that work? It's, and, and, you know, sometimes like, well, I talk to all of them and it's not like, you know, the 30% people are retarded and the other ones aren't. It's like, no, they're all good people. They're all kind of doing the same stuff. You know, how can it be that, you know, this guy is closing 300% and that person yeah. isn't? Well, the reason is usually you don't have a 10x difference in skills and capabilities of your, of your sales reps. It's just not the case. What you usually have is they're kind of being fed in different ways. Yeah. They're being supported in different ways. And I don't mean like um, you have a favorite child. You kind of, you know. <laughs> you get the help, candy. <laughs> help that child more. It's more, um, uh, and, and I understand that, by the way. Okay, here's our top rep. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. let's send top the deals. big enterprise yeah, deals. Yeah, yeah. Let's send the the uh, the inbounds that he can flip immediately. Mm. Uh, let's give him some more SDR support. Makes total sense. Yeah. But you also then need to realize it, while that person might be more skilled to a degree, probably not 10x skilled. Mm. Probably the the reason for the 10x gap is coming from that person getting funneled all the good stuff. Yeah. 
And if a rep comes to you and asks you that question, they're basically setting up to say like, well, but uh, then I also need to get some of the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. If um, uh, if I am then supposed to hit this new number, then you know you need to start supporting me with bigger deals. With, yeah, yeah. You know these inbounds that convert faster with you know SDR support, whatever it might be. Yeah. And there might be other reasons in your organization why that happened, but be prepared for them to ask that question. Yeah. Then you know the uh, the next thing. <clears throat> And some of them are a little bit kind of interrelated, connected, overlappy. Yeah. But the next question might be, where's the increased performance going to come from? Yeah. Right? And think about it in this way. And I've seen kind of a couple of AEs being like super upset kind of in my own previous teams, but also on LinkedIn. It's not like they haven't been working hard. No, no. Before. No. And you kind of need to recognize that fact. It's not like they've been, you know, playing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. They have been doing stuff. They were busy. They were trying, you know, they're working their hearts out on it to gonna get this thing done. Maybe they were on the pip and they, you know, they can't afford to get fired. They yeah. kind of worked really hard. And if you then just give them a bigger target, to a degree, you need to kind of say, like, well, where's 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 the increased performance going to come from? Yeah. Because we still only have 24 hours. I, you know, I still only can work, I don't know, eight, nine, ten hours a day. Yeah. And um And I would also like to, you know, take some time off. No, that, I mean and... there's like there's some <laughs> yeah. other things you want to yeah. do, right? So so where's where's that increase gonna come from? Yeah. Um because it's not gonna come from time. You would need to kind of pay me differently in almost base salary or something yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. So where where's the increased performance gonna come from? And then like when you kind of follow the revenue formula, it's like almost like, well, am I gonna get more deals? Yeah. Right? It could be that a lot of the time was spent on um, self-prospecting. Yeah. Uh, it could be. could be. So this is an efficiency bucket almost, right? If I believe like, yes, for a couple of buffer reasons and how you want to build the sales force, I think 20% time, you know, doing some self-prospecting and working on that end, I think is good. But if you go beyond that, 40, 50%, I think you have like an ability to, well, instead of that, I'll just give you those opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I think there's also sometimes a, you know, reps can always take more on more ops, like almost all the time. Yeah, it's very money. rare that they see no, say no to this. I think if anything, they will start getting more efficient with the stuff that they're now dragging around. It's like, oh, you know, my pipeline is, you know, like this. Yeah. yeah. But really, I think an inflation of pipeline is caused by scarcity of opportunities. Yeah. If you have a, you know, a good rep that really kind of uh, has enough opportunities, everything is going well. He or she will be like, no, this still sucks. You know, I don't believe in this one. They just kick the stuff out. And sometimes yeah. you sit there and say, like, mm, shouldn't you be trying a little bit harder? But ultimately, they know that they have real pipeline versus, you know, reps that are not so well positioned. They will hold on to anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's some efficiency gain there. You know, they shouldn't be dragging all of that stuff around. You know, if you give them more deals, they will be more efficient with those deals that are actually kind of close. Mm. So more deals per rep? Yes, no, I don't know. Um, higher win rate, so is your conversion rate gonna go up? Mm. Uh, are your ACVs gonna go up? How is this increased target? How's how are you gonna how are you gonna explain that basically? Yeah. Right, kind of that's kind of the performance piece here. So if it's um, I mean, you kind of have two levels then, right? If it's win rates, that's that's also gonna be very different than just more deals, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering what what that's gonna look like because they might then then press you and go, well, great win rates. Well, how? Am I going to win more deals? Or, yeah. You know, the market. Look at the market. We just yeah. went through the stats, right? No, I think that's a good point. So let's just kind of to do the, the win rate thing, yeah. right? Um, because that's such an easy thing. And this also, again, this it's good is in one the sheet. It's, it, I was about to say, <laughs> it's one of finance's yeah. favorite things. It's like, oh, we just take it from hey, 12 no, no, no. to say 
So this number is just 12. <laughs> you know, if it's we just easy. we just put it to 14, it's yeah. just two. That's a small it's increase. just two. <laughs> right? I'm sure they can do it. You can oh. do it. Um, so where's where's that where's that thing gonna come from? And there there need to be some solid, I think, solid reasons. Yeah. It could come from. I'm gonna give you more of the higher converting stuff, meaning inbounds mm. um, or partnership deals or whatever you might have in your funnel that you know you know is converting higher. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, a higher conversion means you can, uh, you know, the same amount of deals you're getting, you you convert more, and then you kind of hit your target. So, so that kind of works out. Um, but there might also be other things that you can maybe pull off. People won't fully buy it, but at least getting getting you out of this situation, you can say, hey, there's um, something coming up on the product side. Yeah, um, doing some sales training. It, it, it could be some sales training stuff. The sales training thing, though, is difficult because you actually will need to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> you know, so there's 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 a little bit of that stuff where you can say like, well, you know, better win rates, and you can also uh, that might be an interesting piece. Like, well, you know, those top performing reps they have better conversion rates, and actually yeah. the the mix is the same. The mix of deals is the same. So there's no simple oh they get all the inbounds kind of reasons. Yeah, yeah. it's like well, just get better. You just need to, you know. <laughs> you just need to be bad at selling you yeah. know um so i think there's there's some way out there right um but also kind of um on the acv side right if you kind of think about this year um that could get a bit tricky because if it's like yeah we're gonna increase the prices to get you to quote and they're gonna go well i'm already struggling selling at this price now yes so the the answer can be similar again though it's well, maybe you get more outbound deals and they're more targeted. Yeah. You get less of the, few of the kind of smaller deals from uh, from marketing or something like that. Again, it could be that there's a clear product thing coming out that yeah, you're kind yeah. of doing there. It could be that there is an acquisition that you're planning that, you know, maybe you can do it or not yeah, and kind yeah. of unlock something there. I think there are a couple of ways to, you know, you could say that, hey, we want to um, increase, you know, we want to stop working in this segment. We only want to work in this segment over here. There's a couple of ways that could that could be achieved. Yeah. But it's not easy. No, I was also going to say, like, for moving stuff like win rates and average deal cycles is not something that happens, you know, intra-month or something no. like that. This is like, we spoke with Dave Kellogg and he was like, yeah, you want to plan for that multi-year. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was like the word. So do you see these needing to almost be, let's say, a company-wide initiative? Like, when you do the annual kickoff and the CEO goes up and say, yeah, these are, like, the, the top priorities... Would you almost need it like that in order to justify it? Or so there are like two answers to this. If you if you're really talking about in real actual improvement in win rates, ACVs, shortening of sales cycles, like a like a a, a, a gross yeah. improvement, then it's um, it's definitely an initiative. Yeah, like a thing that you really need to think about. Um, the ACV thing could come out of you know positioning, uh, changes in pricing structure, increased pricing, all. There yeah, could be yeah. so many things that is not just a sales thing. It's a go-to-market thing and even a product thing to a degree, right? Um, and similar with the conversion rate. So this is the 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 real, the actual kind of increase. Yeah. I think then there are tricks which kind of achieve the same thing from the AE's perspective, which is again giving more of the stuff that you know has those attributes, meaning uh, give them more higher, uh, bigger segment deals. 
and they have the attributes of having higher ACV. Yeah, yeah. If they're more of, you know, inbounds, they have the attributes of converting faster. So that's kind of a, you're kind of jiggling stuff around, which mm. kind of can work out, uh, but it's not a gross increase, actually, right? Kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of played around. Yeah. Um, and then always the question comes like, okay, now you're going to give me more inbounds. Let's just say that. Well, how are you going to do that? <laughs> because if this is, you know, and, and again, you know, you as a, as a VP sales, as a CEO, you don't, or RevOps, you don't need to go into like uh, talk about marketing tactics or something like this. But if this rep has been around for a little bit, um, he or she will be like, great, I'm going to get my inbounds. But are those going to be demo requests or web leads? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, great question for CEOs to ask as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, marketing is going to give you more MQLs. Well, which kind, please? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to have separated <laughs> targets for them. Thank you very much. They might ask that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Because uh, maybe you have, you know, played around in this before and maybe you have uh, sent them, you know, those webinar signups and, you know, just didn't work out for them at all. And they'll, they'll you know, ask you, is it, is it the hand raises, non-hand raises? Mm. Is it the Google stuff? Or is it the Facebook stuff? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, they, you know, over time, as you educate your ease, as they know your engine, they will get smarter and asking those questions. And I think they should. Yeah, yeah. I think they should. And um, I think then the last thing, kind of, hey, okay, more inbounds, great, cool, cool, as to that. Um, but then the last thing is almost like, well, okay, more outbound. What is it? Are you trying to tell me that I should be doing more self-prospecting? Or are there actual resources that are going to generate more outbound deals? Yeah, yeah. Right? And I think this is, you will need to have a good answer for these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I doubt that every AE will go into this uh, Michael and Tony level of investigation of, you know, <laughs> where's the money going to come from? I think after the third question in general, you can also start shutting them down. It's like, hey, dude. Um, Just eat you it. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I think there's, you know, one trick here. I'm not sure how much time we have left. We're actually. good. Uh, there's one trick here that I've seen now pop up a couple of times, which is really thinking hard about your deal distribution. Yeah. Right? And basically, you can tie it to a promotional path. You can tie it to just efficiency gains. So instead of just taking the 100 opportunities you get and just spreading them across your team, think about who is your best rep. Uh, the best rep is getting basically getting filled up first yeah. with uh, the deals that are the best. And then you take the second best rep and then you fill that person up mm. with the second best deals and so forth, right? And the idea is basically, as you grow your team, you kind of want to make sure um, that you don't lose the efficiency because every time you add a new rep, by default, that person will be less experienced than the best one, right? Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to waste your good opportunities on that you know less efficient rep uh, so you want to do it the other way around, right? So what you can do is, you know, design a system, and maybe that's like another episode at some point, yeah. but you can design a system where you kind of distribute the opportunities in a way uh, that basically kind of maxes these reps out before someone else gets it. And then the way you make it fair is that you kind of give people the opportunity to move up in the chain. Mm. And first of all, math now gets a lot more complicated. <laughs> right? Yeah. Gets a lot more complicated and therefore gets a little bit less transparent, and therefore kind of it might be easier to get some of those quota increases through. Yeah. But it's a it's kind of you know it's kind of a fake way of doing it. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, um, you can you know some of those questions. Well, you know, am I going to get more inbounds? Yeah, am I going to yeah, blah blah blah? It's like, well, yeah, you just need to kind of get 
you know, be better here, and then I expect you to move through this, and then therefore, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that almost needs a little bit more digging in at some point. But nevertheless, right? So what we have, you know, wrapping up maybe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what we've discussed today, finances, greeds, and quotas is always it's always finance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always finance. No CRO wants that because he or she kind of gets the roll up of those quotas as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, this didn't work out in 22 and 23. It's probably not going to work out in 24. The reason for that is usually that people don't understand how revenue is actually generated. And then let's just say you go, roll all the way to the end and then reps start asking you, well, how is that even justified, right? And I think yeah. we went through like, Five, six, seven different ways. Yeah, that that uh, that is you know escalating level of smart rap. Yeah, might ask you, and you could probably start digging into that before this gets locked in and kick it back. Um, yeah. I think it's good. It's good to have that kind of tension also in the conversation on on setting those quotas. Yeah, absolutely. I think so, um, especially if you're like a sales leader or a very sales focused CRO. I think the inbound piece I would be doubling down on. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna get me a double egg, you know, two X uh, MQLs, cool. But I would like to have targets separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would like to have a demo M uh, MQL and would like to have a webinar MQL. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Um, and you know, there might be a couple of other things here to play internally, especially with the finance folks also. But generally speaking, you know, don't, uh, don't underestimate those AEs. No, exactly. They have three smarts. Yes. Three smarts. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I think this was a good episode. Hopefully someone avoids uh, these landmine questions or avoids just stepping on a mine after the fact. Yeah, or just really confident in answering it and actually <laughs> running their business like we believe a business should be run. It's like, yeah, quota should go up because you're getting this more, this more, this more ACV went yeah, up. Your yeah. class has higher conversion rates. Yeah, You should totally be able to do it. Yeah. Go. But then again, the class conversion rate is... Hey, 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 so hey, hey, three, hey, cool. three questions cool. and then you cut yeah. it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank, let's cut this thank off. Thank you, Mikkel. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.